listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Well, and boy, if you if you look at the news lately, I mean, a lot of people have been staying in over the last year because of the pandemic. But if you look at the news lately, my God, with yeah. what's going on in Minneapolis, uh, Dude, the thing Indi- in Chicago. The, Indianapolis this morning. Ma- mass shooting in Indianapolis yeah. yesterday. I wouldn't blame people if they just wanted to stay in and escape into something. Yeah, I mean, we, we see that we see what's happening with Godzilla versus Kong. It's the number one movie in the world um, because it's an escape. It, it, it's not a serious thing. It's not a it's not a real thing. It's sort of a fantasy, and um, it makes me yearn for the days of movies when we were kids. They could just watch it and hang out and have a good time and, and not real like the the films of the guy that is the director of the movie we're going to talk about this week. Yeah. That's why we bring you the Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. And today, we can't decide if it's a romantic comedy or a teen comedy because it's kind of both. It's 16 Candles. It certainly is. And uh, I had to leave fairly quickly yesterday, so I knew my wife would be able to provide a plot summary for us. So let's do it. Angst-ridden Samantha faces her 16th birthday alone when her entire family forgets about it. Samantha also pines for hunky high school senior Jake, while at the same time having to fend off the advances of nerdy Ted, the only boy in the school who seems to be interested in her. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. There's a character named Long Duck Dong. Yes, there is. And that is a Getty, key, Getty, Getty Watanabe. A key essential character in the movie. Now, if you watch it with 2021 eyes, you'll say, wow, those Asian stereotypes probably wouldn't play today, but let's face it. It's a good movie, and it's a fun movie. And you know what? There's actually a scene in it where Samantha, played by Molly Ringwald, uh, her grandparents are there because it's her sister's wedding weekend. By the way, her sister gets her period before the wedding <laughs> and, <clears throat> and is and is and is strung out on serious like uh, muscle relaxers. Yes, exactly. And yeah. one of the funniest scenes to me is when Molly Ringwald's uh, hipper grandparents come to see her and see her, and the grandmother can't believe how much she's matured. Sam, let me look at you, Fred. She's gotten her boobies. Oh, <laughs> I better go get my magnifying glass. Oh, <laughs> oh and they are so perky. She grabs them. Yep. Can't believe my grandmother actually felt me up. Yep. Yep. It's it's an interesting movie. There's so yeah. much so much going on there. By the way, Jake Ryan, a poor man's uh, Matt Dillon. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, I mean, you look at like I, they probably tried to get Matt Dillon for that role, and he was like, "Nope, not doing it." Yeah, the guy who plays Jake is no great shakes, but Molly Ringwald is terrific. Anthony Michael Hall as Ted, the geek, the yep. nerd, yep. is fantastic. Yes, you'll even catch a young John Cusack and Joan Cusack in sort of side nerd roles. Are you kidding me? Jamie Gertz is also in it. Brian Doyle Murray is in it. Lots of people. Yeah, there's a, yep. there are a lot of people in this in this movie, and. Uh, <laughs> It is, it is. It's pretty amazing. It's it's a John Hughes movie, which is, of course, some of our favorite stuff. Yeah, you know, the John Hughes movies are almost unassailable. Liz, Liz, the character of Long Duck Dong provides many memorable moments in the movie. When I'm hungry, I still sometimes say the Donga need food. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's as good a, a an '80s teen comedy as you can possibly oh. watch, and a great way to escape from the nonsense that's going on yeah. in the world right now. As teen comedies go, as romantic comedies go. Yeah, it's sort of both. You got snuck, you got yeah. sn- That was one of the things about these John Hughes movies. As a guy, you're like, oh yeah, I'll watch this movie. It looks like it's going to be pretty funny. Then you find yourself 
you, you got hooked into a rom-com with your girlfriend. Exactly. And, oh. uh, but it is absolutely train to Busan good for a teen and romantic comedy. So, so there's the Mark and Neanderthal movie of the week suggestion. Yep, yep, our weekend movie pick for you. Let's play a little clip of uh, it was a verbal battle yesterday on during a hearing in Congress, Ohio Representative Jim Jordan going back and forth with Dr. Fauci about restrictions and so forth. Yeah, if we're being fair, Jim Jordan is one of those guys in the Senate that is he likes to stir the pot a little bit. Oh, my God. So he needles a little bit at Dr. Fauci. And it, it went and this is literally it went on for minutes. But this is some of it. People can't go to church. People can't assemble in their own homes with their friends, with their families. Well, you just said people cannot assemble in their own homes. They can. That's a CDC recommendation for vaccine. Not last fall. They couldn't. Yeah, they're going back and forth like that. It was just it was like two yeah. children going back and forth. And I mentioned children because it was very difficult to take Dr. Fauci seriously in this scenario because he was sitting in front of a congressional hearing wearing a mask with like little cartoon beakers and Bunsen burners and things. <laughs> it, lo- it literally looked like a kid's pair of pajamas was wrapped around his face. And I'm thinking to myself, think imagine, about that. Imagine if I imagine if I have a court hearing and I have to stand in front of a judge or I have to stand in front of an official body of the government and I'm wearing feety pajamas <laughs> or Mickey Mouse ears because that's kind of what I was getting out no, of the Doctor Fauci right. thing. It was right. very difficult to take him seriously. And by the way, he is America's foremost authority on viruses. You know, I mean, he the guy knows his stuff. But now is well, not the time to express your friendly nature. You're, you're you know, well, it's it's <laughs> you know, you're right about that. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's it's. Yes, you know what you're talking about, but when you're going to Congress, let's not play, you know, let's not fall too far into the science dork caricature, yes, right? Exactly. Was, I mean, it was nice of Bill Nye, the science guy, to lend you the mask. <laughs> <laughs> really? But, yeah, no, you're right. That's, it was, you dress and it for was the like occasion. pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Jim Jordan had, and this, this was driving me nuts too. I hate seeing, if you're going to wear a mask, pull it up over your nose. It looks, not only is it, you know, you're not using it properly, but it looks stupid. So Jim yeah. Jordan's kept falling below his nose. Fauci had well, That's because he was yelling the whole time. <laughs> it was, Fauci's mask was insane. You're right about that. It was, I, I saw the, the, I didn't think about it, but it was like pajamas or a clown thing. I half expected him to come in on a unicycle. Right, exactly. With a squirting flower as it attached to the mask. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, just, I'm thinking to myself, um, <laughs> you try to get him in, you try to get him in, <laughs> now welcome Dr. Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> little, little clown horn right, after everything right. or a zip whistle after every everything he says. But wear just a black mask, you know, a regular face mask, you know, whatever yeah, you want to put serious. on. Yeah, play this it is serious. Yeah. If you want to be taken seriously, dress for the occasion. It was, that was very funny. <laughs> I, I did see that yesterday and I didn't even think about it, but it was I, like again, kids pajamas. I'm not going to take, uh, look. Who knew that it was going to devolve into the childish, I know you are, but what am I, back and forth between him and Jim Jordan. Maybe did. maybe he anticipated that and just dressed for the occasion, for the mentality of the, of the event. But, man, come on. All right, so look at you, you miscreant. I had, <laughs> yeah, I went out to get my recycling can from the curb, and this was stapled to it. You can, Paul, if you would, read the headline. Please, no styrofoam in the blue can. I got yellow carded. You got yellow carded. It's like a soccer game here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I- no styrofoam in the blue can. They, they scolded me. I, it was an old cooler. It was busted, and I put it in there. It had the recycling symbol on it, so I thought I was good to go. 
Yeah, no. But you, I guess you not. And it's funny because they make it – they also – I would like to ask the guys in, in Chandler to please don't staple the card to the top of my can. You're <laughs> screwing up. You're cracking the lid of my right. of my blue can. It was stapled on. It was yeah. stapled on. It's funny because I, I've watched it happen. It happened to me a couple of years ago. I didn't get please on it. Mine just said no styrofoam in the can. <laughs> they've, they've, I guess the, the, they got some complaints they at Chandler. They added please. Yeah, they added please. They tried to be a little bit more civil about their reprimand. But I watched it happen to – the houses, two houses down, the guy, and, and it's really funny. He staples with anger because he's got to get out of the truck. That mean, you know, because it's because you, you know the recycling thing is just one of those little forks that picks up the thing yes. and dumps the thing. You never, yeah. the driver never gets out of the truck. That means each one of those guys, and there's a lot of those trucks, they're each armed with a staple gun. Yes, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of tax dollars going to that. <laughs> a little roll of Scotch tape would be just as effective. You would, yeah. But, <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't, you and don't have to staple it if you don't staple it. By the, you know, because in Arizona, we know you staple something, you put a crack in plastic, the sun hits it, yeah. and it becomes brittle. It becomes, and then yeah. you need to get a new recycling barrel. And I'm very, well, how careful. do you throw away a recycling barrel? I'm very careful with that's a good point. <laughs> Can you put that in the recycling barrel, or do you get a yellow card? Um, I'm very careful. I, I break up the boxes like you should. Sure, you know. You you make room. This is. Do you break up the boxes when you throw them in? Of course I am. What am I, an animal? Right. Yeah, that's right. You always break down the cardboard boxes, if, especially if it's one of the first things you're throwing in. Because if you got a big thing, an empty box taking up room at the bottom of the bin, you may run out of room later. Yeah, you can't no, have no, that. You, no, you break it down, especially. And I think I'm more cognizant of it now because I go to Costco and stuff this like is, that. This I was years ago. We were at my brother-in-law's. And he said, hey, would you do me a favor and recycle this? I said, yeah. So I put the box on the ground. I start breaking it up. He goes, oh, he goes, thank you so much for doing that. You see that, Claire? And he, he goes to his oh, wife. You no. see that? Oh, this no. is how you recycle stuff. And oh, they boy. get into this thing about because she hadn't been breaking <laughs> up the boxes. And, of course, you got to break up the boxes. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, no, you break it down. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. Well, I don't know. See, for me, I don't do it as much as I, I don't take the recycling out to the curb as much as I did when I was when I was married because you only have one person making cans and bottles and and know. and uh, this may be the first bad thing I've ever said about my ex wife. She didn't break down the boxes. Oh. So I, the, so I would go out there to the recycling thing. I go to throw the thing in there. And it's already full. I'm like, why is this full? And I'd look down and I'd see one of those Costco boxes from like the nubs, and it's not broken down. And I'm like, hey, why didn't you yeah. break down the box? Like, I couldn't. What do you mean you couldn't? It's cardboard. Yeah, hit one it with the, a hose. One of the cut triangular boxes yes. they give you to bring stuff home in from Costco. Exactly. Hey, do, do you break up the boxes or just leave them whole? Uh, it depends on the box. Most of the time, I break it up and just put it in the box. Mm-hmm. Most if of the it's time. super small, I just throw it in the can. If it's bigger, I break it down. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah most of sense. the time. Yeah, you know, and I might. I'll take the law of averages on that. Yes, and if you're putting it out and there's still room in it, and you're done for the week recycling, okay. You throw a box in there that's not broken up. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, you're you're, you're capping it off essentially. Am I wrong? Are we wrong? <laughs> Got to break those boxes up. I agree. It's mandatory. Come on now. Dumbassery, there's a lot of it out there, and we've got one for you right now. It's the Mark and Paul Dumbass of the Day. I admit, Pennsylvania man doesn't have the same ring as Florida man. It certainly doesn't. But don't sleep on Pennsylvania. Don't take them for granted, because they contribute much to the dumbass world. Okay, then. For instance, 21-year-old Jackson Hoey from Pennsylvania. Hoey! This past Sunday... Jackson was out with some friends doing some drinking, and he is 21, so okay. All right. so, so legal, far, no problem. Fine. Yeah. So what he did on his way home that was bad. Was he driving drunk? No. Oh. But sometime after saying goodbye to his friends, Jackson saw a house and decided to break into it. <sighs> you know, 
drinking compromises your decision making yep. there. No good, Jackson. He got in. He hit up just about every room in the house, and you know, good for him. Nobody was home. Got lucky on that one. So nobody was home, home, hoey. Right. Jackson ransacked the place looking for stuff. He brought everything he had down to one spot in the house, getting ready to take it out. And just before he was about to leave, Jackson started to really feel how buzzed he was. You know, some of the uh, some of the adrenaline from breaking in initially was starting to wear off. He didn't quite realize how much he had to drink. So he realized that Hoey don't play that. Right. And, uh, you know, starting to feel a little bit woozy. Uh-oh, maybe I'll just lay down here There in the second. living room. Yeah, it's right just in the living room. Just for a second. Just, a I'll just close my eyes for a second. Comfy-looking chair. Yeah, just hang over on. in the corner. Yep. Catch my breath a little bit. i got to focus a little bit. I'm a little dizzy. Yep. i sit down here for a second. Just yep, Jackson on. decided it was break time. Break time. I, I, I just be, I, I just crossed my eyes. He had a seat. He relaxed, and you know what happens. Yep. Jackson didn't wake up until the police were shaking him awake. <laughs> hey, guys, what are you doing here? <laughs> The homeowner came home, saw Jackson sleeping in the chair, called police. Police arrived, walked in, talked about what to do. Jackson was still sleeping still in the chair. Yep. They guys, had to really guys, work to wake the guy up. You guys think you think we should wake him? Oh, he looks so cute. So, <laughs> he looks, he's sleeping so soundly. He looks so cute. He's so he's cute asleep. over there. He's all rolled up in a little ball in the chair. Yep. Best part, when they finally did wake him up and ask him how he got there, his response, I have no idea. Beautiful. That's a, that's a successful night of drinking is what that is. <laughs> yes. Yep. He will probably remember his day in court next week more clearly. And he'll remember being the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey, gang, this is the money man, Eddie Money. And I think that's a beautiful story you guys just told. Uh, there's a guy who remembers or lost a few nights yeah, to drinking. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, very, very, very vivid memories of things he can't remember. Yep. Uh, the Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson, 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. The Valley's newest Harley dealership now open. Uh, something very unusual happened to Governor Doug Ducey yesterday. He made people happy. <laughs> He legalized. Well, he was the final step. He was the final step in legalizing sports betting here in Arizona. It easily passed both houses of the of the uh, the state legislature, and Doug Ducey signed it into law yesterday. If you listen to him here, he is positively giddy. Welcome everyone to this very special occasion and celebration in Arizona's history. I want to thank you all for being here today. This is the largest gathering I've been in in over a year. Yay! Yay! His, vo- his voice cracked when he said celebration. Yeah, there. It's first, so- we'd also like to congratulate Doug Ducey on hitting uh, hitting puberty yesterday. Yes. Uh, well, well done. April 15th. I had a bet on that, so I yeah, won. Yeah. Excellent proposition bet. <laughs> of course, so- if Doug Ducey talks about puberty you know what will happen uh, my mom would be mad at me exactly yeah nobody wants to get into that very mad mm-hmm. so here's what will happen or one of the things that will happen um you go to a Suns game coyotes game cardinals game diamondbacks game they'll have some sort of facility on site at which you can bet interesting that's new <clears throat> so technically pete rose could go to chase field and place a bet on oh, a baseball yeah. game against the Diamondbacks and the Reds, but he can't get into the Hall of Fame. That is correct. All right, just making yes, sure. Yes, indeed. Make sure I have um, this right. I don't know if that holds for, like, the Mercury and the Rising. I suppose it does. I want, I'm curious, does it include cockfighting? Because I know those guys don't want to break the law. 
Right, exactly. And so they're not going to bet illegally. They so, want to know it's above board. You do realize this is going to cause, and I know that this will be the dumbest thing that you'll ever hear because you and I are both fans, but people will start wagering on professional wrestling. <laughs> they will. It's and, the only thing I bet on. Yep. 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 It's the only thing. It's a sure bet, really, if you know what you're doing. Yeah. You I, do your research. It's a sure bet. Now, I haven't looked. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> um, I haven't looked too far into this, but I believe sometime within the next 90 days, it has to all be ratified by some of the tribes also. <laughs> sure. So because it's in conjunction with with uh, the, the Native American nations and the casinos sure. and so and the states. So, yeah, it'll be interesting, too, because um, I don't know that that's going to. It's not going to change a whole hell of a lot. I just think it's going to change the avenue through which the revenue comes from because I know I know Deucey's very thrilled that we're going to have legal sports betting, mm-hmm. but I just think that people that if you're a gambler, you're already a gambler. Yeah, you're doing something. It's you're just probably ma- buying the, scratch tickets or whatever, or the, or whatever you're doing to gamble. The state's not getting a piece of that. Changes a little bit if you are Maybe. doing it. You know, you're doing it on the side. But yeah, if you're a, if you're a lottery type person, scratcher ticket, maybe you do half of that and you do the other half gambling. You know, sports betting now. Yeah. So, All right, so what would be your first bet if you could make a bet on something? Uh, you know, I'm, Would you I'm, bet Larry Fitzgerald comes back to play in the 2021 NFL season? I would probably bet he retires. All right, well, there you go. I'm sad to say. Yeah, I don't know what goes on in that situation. Yeah. But I bet there's a line on it already. Oh, there very well could be. Yeah, there will sure. be. Yep. Sure. What's going to happen if Doug Doozy loses a lot of money betting, don't what? you? Uh, my mom would be mad at me. Mm-hmm. The first weekend in a while for me where I don't have something medical. I had a vaccination <laughs> shot last weekend, right? And yeah. by the way, I'm not thrilled about having to get a third Pfizer vaccination, they're saying That's now. That's I hear. Yeah, I hear you're going to um, have to do it. Well, what, what's your choice? You're going to get the third Pfizer with no side effects or two Modernas, but you feel like ass for like 48 hours after the second shot. There's no win there. Yeah, I know. So, right. by the way, you know, I think for you, I mean, you, as you get to become a man of a certain age, <laughs> This weekend of no medical of you know events is almost kind of like when you're a teenager and your your parents go away for the weekend. It's you're a, like it's a party, man. Yeah, it's, a, it was, <laughs> it's a rarity. It's a rare gift. My point, yeah, like a newly uh, yeah. a new new parents who have their their kid going with their grandparents for a couple hours. Like, honey, we got a couple hours. That's right. Let's make another one. Because I had you know I had the, the vaccination last week and the weekend before that was the urologist's office because mm-hmm. it, always it, fun. Yeah, you know, because if I have to get up to take a pee, I miss the entire second quarter of the game. <laughs> That's the way well, it's going. What was there a line? I'm like, no, it just <laughs> no, took that long. It's just me. Yeah. Just me. Yeah. But, you know, a couple of thing, thoughts about that when I went to that appointment at the urologist's office. Okay. Um, I went to the doctor's office, and it was like every other doctor's office in Arizona. It's in an office complex right next to the hospital right? where there's a big parking lot and the buildings, they're all identical. They're on the outskirts of the parking lot. Right. And they tell you before, we're in building B. Sweet 18. Right. Like, all right. It'd be so much easier to find building B if they put large letters (laughs) on the corners of the building. I know. At the top. Well, you have to drive around the edges. And it's so creepy when you're doing it, too, because you're driving slowly around the parking lot. And you're looking. And, of course, it's written on the door in small letters. Right. You know, Sweet 18, building B. If you can even squinting. If you can even see that far. The sun glare has ruined yep. it for you anyway. And if so. it's an optometrist, that's an issue as well in and of itself. <laughs> the struggle is real. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. That's one note. Okay. Second one being. Noted. For a urologist's office, mm-hmm. all the employees should have to be the same age as the clientele. 
Well, you can't guess that. You can't guess no, that. No, it has to be a law. You can't guesstimate that. What if you're what if you're like a fourteen year old boy with a shy bladder? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. But most of the patients are men of a certain age, I'm sure. Now, why does it have to be men? No, women have urology issues as well. Uh, they do too. Sure. Nobody wants to walk in and seeing somebody under thirty behind the counter as you check in. <laughs> Male, female, I don't care. Yeah, it's and it's usually the hottest woman you've ever seen. I know. You walk in, you hope you and you hope you walked in the wrong office. You're like, is this the OBGYN office? <laughs> no, it is for me. The guy you with go, the, the guy with the peeny problem. All right. <laughs> yes. Hi. It's like uh, you know, you check in. It's a beautiful girl behind the counter. What are you here for, sir? Well, it takes me a long time to pee. What and are you doing this weekend? And then, yeah. yeah, then they get on, they get yeah, on the thing. Like, <laughs> I, I can't find Mr. Divine's folder. Yes. No, he can't pee Takes normally. A long time. He can't pee normally. What? Hang on a second. I'll ask him. Yeah. When's the last time you had yeah, Right, exactly. Yeah. He hasn't peed in six <laughs> hours, Claire. Well, see, there's the funny part is that while I'm sitting there doing the paperwork. You're peeing at the time. No, no. God. <laughs> That'd really be a problem. <laughs> Guy walks in. And he goes, hey, I'm here to check in for my, you know, my 1230 appointment. He goes, Can I use the bathroom? And I'm yes. like, how many times a day must yeah. they be asked that at I a bet. urologist's office? Wouldn't it be great, though, if somebody walked by and they're like, they're going to a different doctor's office and they stop by the <laughs> urologist's office. They walk in and go, excuse me, can I use the bathroom? Uh, bathrooms are for patients only. <laughs> and there's a line. <laughs> because the guy in there has taken a long time. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Yeah. Okay. So those are a couple of things. Look, if you're a medical professional, uh, these are just Mark's suggestions. You don't have to take them. He's not a professional. <laughs> Although he does have enough points to get his next visit for free. Yes. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. Uh, you should. No medical medical stuff. What are you All doing? Right. I'm going. Uh, I'm going rafting. Yep. <laughs> no, that's gonna make me running, pee. little running water. Yeah. So it was a week ago today. What? That the next six weeks of my life were ruined. How's that? I was uh, I was running an errand in the in the East Valley. And I was going down, I want to say Power Road at around Broadway when I thought I spotted a UFO. It was a big shiny flashy thing in the sky. And then I realized it wasn't a UFO. I think it was a traffic camera. Oh, okay. I think it was one of those. I don't know if it was for me or not because I think I was only doing 45, maybe 46 miles an hour. But if I was doing 46 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone... I got flashy thing. You could, yeah. Yeah. They could get you on yeah, that. I think I got flashy thing. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do now for the next six weeks. I know everybody tells me, you know, don't you just throw away the ticket. Don't answer the door when they try to serve me and stuff. If they try to serve me, I don't even know if they're going to try to serve me. No, it's I don't be, even know if I did anything wrong. It's going to be longer than six weeks because it's a municipal government involved in getting it out to I them. have no idea. So. I mean, and if it's a flashy thing, you know, the, the, the there's only like four places in the valley that still friggin' use those cameras. And yep. maybe I got, I think I might have, I don't know if I got popped because I was, it was traffic. It's Friday afternoon on Power Road. Of course it's traffic. One of us must have set off the flashy thing. And I don't know if it was me. And then, of course, now I'm overanalyzing where my face was during the whole thing. Like, because I, was I. Well, you, wouldn't, I, have, you was, wouldn't have been wearing your mask, I'm thinking. No, because I'm not you're one of those alone. Yeah, duh. <laughs> but now, in hindsight, I kind of wish I was wearing a mask because if they can't identify that it was me driving the car, they can't really take it me, can they? Maybe that's why. Maybe. Those people that you because we see them all over town. People yeah. in their cars, yeah. by themselves, yep. wearing a mask. Yep. And I'm always like, why are you wearing a mask when you're by yourself? Maybe now we know why. It's so they can't get photo radar. So now I'm going to make a life decision right here on the show, and I'm going to wear my luchador mask everywhere I go. <laughs> 
everywhere I yep. go. It's Even got, when they tell us to stop wearing masks, I'm going to wear a luchador mask. Yep. It's got eye holes. So I got one okay. at the state fair. Yep. So I might as well. All so right. yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do now for the next six weeks. I got flashy thinged. Again. I, I think I got flashy. I don't even know if it was me. I think it's going to be longer. Again, municipal government yeah. involved in helping, you know, getting the process going. I, I don't even know if I got it. And if I did, I mean, just. Take it easy on the roads. Take it easy yes. whatever you're doing. People yes. are, you know, these are these are tense times. In fact, when we do the big three at nine. A lot of yelling involved. A lot of yelling back and forth. <laughs> People are yelling. very tense with each other these days. You'll yeah. hear the best three sound clips of the day. I mean, if, if I wanted to listen to two jerks yell at each other, I could listen to this show. See what Hey-o! I did there? Self-effacing slam. Hey-o! Plenty of problems on the road. We'll get into the big three at nine. We got pretty much all arguments for you today. It's a lot of yelling. Go Well, there's at least, we're going to give you three pieces of audio. In two of the three pieces of audio, four men yell at each other. Maybe even five men <laughs> yelling at each so, other. A lot of yelling going on. First one was in Congress yesterday. You had Dr. Anthony Fauci trying to get a word in edgewise versus Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan. You don't think Americans' liberties have been threatened the last year, Dr. Fauci? They've been assaulted. Their liberties have. We're not talking about liberties. We're talking about a pandemic that has killed 560,000 Americans. People can't go to church. People can't assemble in their own homes with their friends, with their families. Well, you just said people cannot assemble in their own homes. They can. That's a CDC recommendation for vaccine. Not last fall, they couldn't. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was the polite part yeah. of the six-minute discussion between the two of them. And... Uh, you, Paul, you mentioned something earlier that yeah, was the funniest I, part of the whole thing. Yeah, the day was difficult to take that entire exchange seriously because, for whatever reason, um, Dr. Fauci showed up in his kid's pajamas mask. <laughs> it was He was wearing a mask, you know, a face mask. And look, I, I appreciate that, that both he and Representative Jordan were both wearing masks on the floor of Congress. But the one that Dr. Fauci was wearing had, like, little cartoon beakers and Bunsen burners on and stuff yes, like that. Did. And I'm thinking, you know, a little incompatible with the environment. That's not the time. Time to show up with your Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was very nice of, uh, what's Bob Newhart's character on Big Bang Theory? Oh, Professor Proton. It was very nice of him to loan <laughs> Dr. Fauci the mask, but uh, yeah. Yeah, but so. at least in that situation you had an expert talking to somebody who was trying to ascertain expert information as opposed to essentially what the news media has become, which is who's a bigger expert on something than something else. Right. Here's Geraldo Rivera and Dan Bongino. Just arguing. That's all. Statistics, but he doesn't know any of that. Um, but secondly, uh, th- oh, that Milan, this is again why being you. a what reporter you know? about police. What, you have a oh, ten-minute career as a cop, Geraldo. You got it. You've been running for the last Take a volume. Take a volume. Wow. Wow. And you wonder why we're so exhausted. Yeah. We are so exhausted that, with the uh, news and what's going on. Obviously, that's about what's going on with the policing and, and, and the shootings that have happened in both Minneapolis and now the one in Chicago. And I mean, at this point, we are exhausted. And speaking of exhausted, let's look at 91-year-old Pat Robertson, who's starting to look like one of the aliens in Mars Attacks. Yeah, he's, he's when, withering away is when, what he's doing. You know, Pat Robertson, like most of us, are big police supporters. But look at some of the things that have happened recently and, right. and question yeah. and when Pat Robertson Robertson is doing it. Wow. You know, I am pro-police, folks. I think we need the police. We need their service, and they do a good job. But 
It's just terrible what's happening. And the police, why don't they open their eyes to what the public relations are? They've got to stop this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been sort of a nightmare. There's Pat, 91-year-old Pat Robertson, host of the 700 Club. Well, you know what? It's funny. <laughs> when they called it the 700 Club, I didn't know it was about his age. <laughs> he may That's, live that long. He he. Uh, I hadn't seen him in a while. He, he looks he looks very, tired, very old. But I, I will say he was talking a lot about the uh, Derek Chauvin case and like when Pat Robertson is condemning you in that situation. Yeah, that doesn't look good. Uh, doesn't look good for that guy. And that they are in recess right now. Monday, Monday. they do closing arguments in that case. Yeah, and 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 I'm and all eyes will be on uh, Chicago over the weekend because. There was a video that came out last night of a 13-year-old kid who was on the streets of Chicago at 2.30 in the morning uh, holding a handgun, and uh, a cop told him to drop it, and and and, and it's bad. It ended bad. It ended bad. So uh, we're just hoping that everybody can just sort of take a deep breath and relax, and and this thing doesn't end, end, end with more violence exactly. and, and discord. We've had enough of that. So there you go. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic Pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to.